Welcome back to the We Was Dragons podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chanel. And we are back for episode two of House of the Dragons. Uh, first of all, Chanel is about to say some really fucked up uh, Middle Earth bullshit <laughs> like they did in the show. Did you hear um, at the end of the episode, and we'll get to this when we get to huh? the episode. Anyway, hold on, before we get into that. Uh, thank thank you all for listening. We had a good we had a good turnout for our first episode. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you it's go follow late, us. Yeah, make sure you go subscribe to us on anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere. And leave us some feedback if you like the show at wewasdragonspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, Let's- or rate us five stars on wherever you're listening to the to the app podcast. I tried to rate us five stars. I don't know if the review man. Read it. Read it. Rate us five stars. <laughs> And we'll read it on the air. So read, read it five stars, we'll read it on the air. Absolutely. Uh, but Chanel's about to say some, some like, uh, LARPing, <laughs> some LARPing language. Like I was just going to say, models. hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> That's all I had in me. But did you hear the end, the, the end, at the end of the episode, right, when Viserys was looking out the window right before he announced who he was going to marry? Did you hear what he said? Oh, God's be or what? No, he said, good morrow. Yeah, yeah, you did. Good, good morrow. morrow, gents. Good morrow. Good I swear morrow? to God, he said gents. What is good morrow? Like, Don't they that, is it that like, morning before they, morrow? Is that what it is? Because tomorrow is probably two is in like next morrow. And today morrow is probably morrow. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, that's it. They had a lot mm. of funny language. I want to find that scene. I'm actually going to find it and try to play it sometime in the episode. But mm-hmm. the scene where they were in Dragonstone and... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Otto Hightower was talking shit today. Oh my god, that and nigga! It is girlfriend. That shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was so fucking off the chain talking to them. <laughs> Let's get okay. I don't want to jump that far ahead, but that was one of the crazy scenes. I have so much to say about that scene, and I think that like if y'all, we should definitely one day do video because just when you cut to the night space, looking at Otto. <laughs> That was the best. Okay, so this is, oh, but did we say this is a We Was Dragons podcast? We obviously already heard her host, 
names um we're gonna get into episode two and we don't do this at least right now we're not doing it chronologically scene by scene we just kind of talk about the show and the themes and the characters and what we're learning um as you picked up on brandon this is episode two set us up for everything right mm-hmm. so yeah. this episode takes place six months after the end of the first episode so we had a bit of a time jump that's why Viserys' hand looked like Black Death. Uh, that he yeah, just they cut. put his hand in maggots to try to get the dead skin off. And I'm like, oh, that was the cut that he got while he was on the throne talking to um, Damon, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so it's not he. He's not healing, y'all. He has an autoimmune disease or something is going on that they can't heal because his wounds aren't healing. Did you see his finger? Shit was black. I definitely like I told you I crossed my eyes with the gross stuff. I just like don't I just unfocused. It wasn't it wasn't like gross like that. It was just black. It was like decaying, right? Yeah, it was just a black figure. And he's just casually like, all right, I got my band-aid on, I'll be all right. I'm and like, then, you're not they're like, my grace, just put your hand in, just put your hand in these maggots and you'll be good. And they cut to they cut to Otto Hightower. He's like, I don't know about this one, buddy. Like <laughs> But he's <laughs> hype about it. I don't I don't not not worried. My thing is this, you couldn't even imagine being a hypochondriac back then. Like, everybody was sick. Anything could kill you. Like, you you might as well not waste your time being worried about your health, because the king is not, it's, it's, it's the least of his worries. Yeah, the, the real episode, the real title of this episode was The Rogue Prince, but I would probably call it uh, How I Met Your Father, because <laughs> Uh, Renera was fucking pissed at the end of this episode, but I do yeah. have I have a I have a um, a format for the show that we can okay. do going forward. But you get to drive the show. So what I'm gonna do is I took notes of all like the major plot points, and then I'm gonna name them, and then you get to pick where we start and how we go through it. Okay, is that good? So we got yeah. so we got Corliss and the Crab Feeder storyline that we can talk about. We have Let's Damon. Hold, hold on. We got Damon. <laughs> we got Damon and uh, Otto Hightower on Dragonstone. We got um, Rhaenerys, uh learning to be princess and all the shit that comes with that and where she needs to learn her place, quote unquote. And then we also have um, the king is trying to be courted or he's courting mm-hmm. or being forced to marry someone so Mm -hmm. those are the four major plot points of this where do you want to start yeah the reason why i said start with the the crab feeders because i want to get it out the way okay because i feel like it's important to the plot but it's not the messiest thing that happens so i just kind of want to get it out out the way um but yeah like in episode one Coralis was trying to warn them and and like what we've realized kind of reading between the lines or if you're a fundamentalist of the show that Coralis is rich he's probably like the richest person in the kingdom right now Mm -hmm. like rivaling the, the the king because of um working his way with the ships and like he's not a pirate but he's like a, a shipsman whatever they called him the mm-hmm. he owns a routes and sales and tradesmen and all that and so um he is telling them like hey y'all be aware like there's this group called the triarchy terrible name the group called the triarchy that's like um trying to come together to and basically like they're pirating the pirates and then also like citizens and he does it by Westeros. They're fucking with him, and mm-hmm. they're commandeering their ships and taking over their ships. And and Corliss is like, 
hey dog, y'all talking about like this night dying and all this mm-hmm. random bullshit. This is the fucking money. And you, yeah. these people are fucking with the money. If they fuck with the money, all this shit goes down the drain. Like we gotta yep. do something about yep. and, they call and then there's him, a vacuum of power. Yeah, so they call the dude doing it a, the crab feeder. And we find out why he's the crab feeder. Did you did you look at that? Did you cover your eyes? Oh, I saw that he lets the crab. Apparently, crabs are flesh eaters, and this reminded me to stop paying so much for seafood because <laughs> crabs apparently eat dead flesh and are bottom feeders, just like shrimp are. Yes, well, you know, in real life, like lobster used to be for the poor, and then I it, do know that they used became- to sell. They used to give it in prison. That's prison food, bro. Yeah, and then it became mm-hmm. like fine food. But yeah, so like, yeah, he's like the crab was eating the one dude alive because they started biting the dude and he's like, ow. And I'm like, oh, this dude's still living. Hold on. what's And, and not only is he feeding them the crabs, he is crucifying them on the beach. So he's crucifying these people, nailing them into these yep. uh, sticks. And then letting the he crabs has free reign. Ain't no police, ain't no Navy, ain't no Coast Guard. Like, he's doing what he got to do, and there's, like, nobody who will stand up to him. And as Corliss talks about it, he's, like, so apparently he's, uh, the free cities are, like, I guess they probably fought against being part of the kingdom, and they're, like, look, you do you, we'll do us. And he, um, Corliss is, like, all right, we got to do something, like, not doing anything. So one other thing that I think is underlying everything is, everything the king does they say the realm is watching meaning like you know it's uh, this piece is precarious like he if he shows that he's too weak eventually different factions will come up looking for power like oh why would we respect the targaryen like lineage anyway and then if he's too like strong then people will revolt so it's like he does have to be balanced and corliss is like you know what are you going to do because people know this is happening and if he like he's basically saying if enough happens literally our ports would shut down and what do you like you don't even have a plan so uh they discuss it in a lot of detail and he yeah is, but you're oversimplifying this yeah, this was every black man in the corporate america who walks into a meeting room full of white men <laughs> this black man walks in there is like dog what are y'all talking about like they're fucking with my money. And the king's like, and, and Otto Hightower was like, the crown will, the crown will compensate you for your ships. He's like, I don't want compensations. I want to fuck this nigga up. That's what I want to do. I want to fuck <laughs> him up. We need yep. to go fuck him up. And they're all like, well, that would be bad because then a bunch of people would die. And then this mm-hmm. would happen, this would happen. And he's like, I ain't talking so? to y'all, king. Yeah. What are you going to do? And they're yep. like, do you know he's talking to you basically? Like that's the one thing Corliss is like, because Viserys is kind of weak. Like we see that throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. And so Corliss is like talking mad slick to him. And I was like, I get that he's weak, but that nigga's still king. Like, yeah, but the <laughs> reason why is because he's like, nigga, I'm rich. So it's basically like how who's who's rich? It's like how, yeah, Trump might have been president, but Mark Zuckerberg won him the election. Like, it's kind of like, hey, like, I'm literally this mm-hmm. powerful enough. Like, I'm still that nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm still like you. You Like, I have enough money that you can't touch me. So I, I really think that's like not to say you can't like he can send the whole Red Keep army or whatever. But he I think he's like, I'm in this position. And I think what I appreciate about him in that metaphor is he's like, I'm here at this table for a reason. I'm not going to be quiet about it. And I'm not going to make myself small. So I stay in the table for longer. Um, and then the princess says something. And I don't even remember what she said. You can tell me. But he goes, somebody got a plan. She says, <laughs> she says, 
you got dragons. Why not send the dragon riders? Send me and the dragon riders out there to fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And he's he's basically like, did I ask a woman to speak here? Like, go mm-hmm. fill my cup up. She's still a cup bearer, or the <laughs> yeah, cup was, is cup a cup up. bearer. Yeah, cup mm-hmm. bearer. Even though she's literally heir to the throne, and she should, at the very least, be able to sit down and take notes and be secretary or something like that. Like they, it, it. He's saying that he's intentional about her being an heir, but the problem is that he's not actually like she's trained in all the like rituals, but mm-hmm. he's not training her in the politics. Like she needs to be under his arm, especially with him decaying like Mitch McConnell, as we speak. Like what? <laughs> he's going to like, admit that though. They yeah, got to keep you, that no, secret right because. That. Imagine the king is dying and the heir is the first woman to the throne ever. People mm-hmm. are going to be fucking with him big time even more than this is. I think that's what's going to happen soon when they find out. But like to continue right. on that Corliss shit, at the end of the episode and we'll get to what happened that led to this, but basically Corliss got pissed at the king and we'll get to that soon. Mm-hmm. But then we next time we see Corliss after that, uh, oh actually you know what, let's talk about the Corliss shit. So then he... <laughs> eventually after after this he finds that they're not going to war then he switches up because he's mad political and he goes to the king and he's basically like well the king no the king allows him to come have because basically the king shut him down in a meeting so he go so he gonna talk him on the side Mm -hmm. with his wife and his slash well Corliss's wife and the king's cousin Rhaenyra and he's like Rhaenyra that's Rhaenys Rhaenys Nord and he and he's like my bad I know I got kind of bucking council. We good? And of course, it's like, my your grace. I'm so grateful. Actually, and changes the whole. Well, he said, well, first he said, can I be frank with you? And the king was mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then he goes, uh, the crab feeders are fucking with our ships. He's like, you named a woman heir. People don't respect that shit. And he was like, and your brother just went to Dragonstone and took over fucking Dragonstone after you banned him. He's not listening to you either. Yeah, his name is going off. Like people are disrespecting you, and the the realm is starting to see this. And you need to put your foot down and do some shit. And so the king's like, "So what do you, you know, what do you suggest?" And he was like, "Well, this is what I suggest. I suggest you you bond the two Valerian houses." So the one thing we didn't talk about in the first mm-hmm. episode that I actually did some research on was the uh, Corlys, his family left Valeria for his his ancestors left Valeria first before the Targaryens. Mm-hmm. and so they witnessed but they go back further too they go back further and so they they left before and then the targaryens left because of the doom of uh valeria which was like this big event that happened where like this woman like dreamt that like valeria was gonna like die and so she convinced her family and all the targaryens left and 10 years later like a volcano erupted and valeria died <laughs> yeah oh and they they said later when he's talking to you know who he mentions that it was built in the base of the volcano like they built valeria the valerian like palace mm-hmm. in the base of the volcano like idiots mm-hmm. and so um he's basically like so bring these two houses back together merge the two ancient valerian bloodlines back together and that'll put a good face on for the realm. And that's, you know, politically, that's not a bad idea. Like, politically, that would do that. Like, the two ancient Valerian houses, you know, the, the house with all the dragons and the richest family in the in the realm together, like, you're mm-hmm. not taking them down. That is a power move. And then he says... And he's like, my I, like we are the only other Targaryen bloodline, actually. Mm-hmm. That part, too. Go ahead. And then he goes, so marry my daughter... And I go, oh, okay. She got, he got a daughter. Lena. He had two. Yeah. And this is his oldest daughter. 
who's 12. <laughs> Bruh, when they cut to him taking a stroll with her, I was like, this infant? Like, who? Like, this child? It, it was just so awkward. But what's crazy is, like, because they want Viserys to be a nice guy, like, that happened. Like, that kind of stuff happened back then. Um, you know, and I'm getting, I'm acting like Game of Thrones is real and it's not. But that, like, in that era, when the, like, I think what's important about this, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but when people try to, like, make kids into adults, like, or try to talk about, like, how age you can sin and it doesn't really matter. And you, this is what we're talking about. Like, she's still a child. And they used to, like, think she was childbearing age at 14 or 15. That's insane. You want to talk about that scene? You want to talk about that now? Oh, I, oh my God, I jumped ahead. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, okay. So we can talk about that. I got the scenes. Let's play a little bit of it. Yeah, let's we'll do talk it. about it. All right. Can you hear that? What was it like flying the Black Dread? You Valerian's last rider. Only for a short time, before he died. With Valerian died the last memory of Valeria of old. But Vagos still lives. Somewhere. But too large for the dragon pit. Some would say too large for our world. Do you know where she nests? I'm sorry? Do you know where Vega is now? Ah. Uh... The dragon keepers believe she made home somewhere on the coast of the Narrow Sea. The workers of Spice Town report hearing her song at times. They say it is a sad thing. I imagine even dragons get lonely. Here comes. Your Grace, it would be a great honor to join our houses as they were in Old Valeria. I would give you many children of pure Valerian blood so that we might strengthen the royal line and the realm. Is that what your father told you to say? What did your mother tell you? That I wouldn't have to bed you until I turned 14. Jesus! So what, I'll let, I won't let you go, but the one thing I will say is that dragon, Vagar, I, I guarantee you we're going to see her at some point. They're not just going to throw out that this big-ass fucking dragon this is roaming the realm is somewhere. Yeah. And we're not going to see He's her come and fuck shit up. She's going to come fuck some shit up at some point. But, uh, Chanel, what do you think about this scene with Lena and v Viserys? I mean, um, it the reason why it didn't, like, creep me out is because I think that it feels very purposeful. Like, it feels very much like, hey, y'all, look, this is a child. He clearly, like, is not about to do none with her. Don't worry. Um, this is purely whatever strategic. But it's like, that's how weird it was back then. Because, like, a baby could be declared king. Like, a girl was considered a woman at 12, 13, 14. Like, it just, it was so messed up. And I think that it's just really calling out a reality. And then I just... What I'm more worried about is like over-sexualization and like adultification of kids now. So it's like back then she had so many people um, in my mind to protect her, you know, that like it's fine. <laughs> but now betting at 14, no. 
<laughs> but it's it does that's very in keeping with like you know it's I don't think it's it's not gonna happen but I also think back to like Joffrey and them sex workers and I'm like we've seen way worse mm-hmm. uh, than like them just talking about what would happen if he took a young bride um but I think that like I also see I also just assume that he would take a bride whoever made the most sense and then just do what he want to do on the side like why wouldn't he just do that like that's what everybody else is doing and has done and does like they have their women on the side so i'm like that's I don't what understand. he would have done if he did this mm-hmm. but like I, the, like Viserys but he would have had to issues. not have a bastard basically yeah yes the, the Viserys has his issues but like <laughs> yeah he's not weird. his fucking face when she's saying that to him was priceless. Patty Constantine's face mm-hmm. was so priceless. She's like, I think at one other point when he's like uh, asking for advice from one of the small council people, mm-hmm. and she he goes, "Why wouldn't you want to marry Lena, Your Grace? She's twelve. <laughs> she was so funny. But she's yeah, that's 12. true. <laughs> but uh, Allison's only three to four years older. Yeah, Allison's like sixteen, seventeen, right? But and and like that's still fucked up. But like in that time, I feel like 16, 17 is like you're a woman, like at that point. But and that's what I'm saying. It's a very slippery slope in my but in my it's opinion, a very slippery slope. He's a 50-year-old man. So whatever you want to say, but you know what's funny? No in age, the books, yeah. he's in the books, he's only supposed to be like 30 or something like that. Like yeah, if they made him like less that. fatherly, that's still fucked like, up. Yeah. But I'm no, just yeah. saying it's still fucked up. But um yeah, so like I, I saw someone say on Twitter, like, yeah, you know, Viserys is too, you know, he's he's he he's got too much sense to marry a twelve year old. He settles for a sixteen year old. <laughs> sixteen is more his speed. Yeah, <laughs> who who just literally listens and says cookie like uh, uh Chinese cookie sayings. Like she's not she's oh, I mean okay, let's not skip around. So anyway, yeah, so. She, Little Lena is doing her best. She she has it down. You can tell she's been trained by Rainus, um, like her, like yes. And she would, and they would have. Okay, first of all, let's talk about why we can't have black royalty. Like it would literally be like Archie, how Archie is like Octoroon, but still we have some black blood in the lineage. But it's a wrap. It's not gonna happen. She would be um, queen. That's true. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like that. I was also like, you know, yeah, the timing isn't right. But again, like y'all crown, what's her name? You hope that she's not queen yet, but you had to make a plan. Like I, I'm, I guess I'm like, what I'm trying to say is back in that time, if somebody wanted to, if, if, if a girl was not protected, she was not protected. It actually didn't matter what her status, legal marriage status was or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously they would like, there's more consequences if you do something harmful to a married woman, but it's, it's like, if she say she's safe and she's not, she's not. I don't believe that they would put her in that position. No, like they never would have did that with Robert Baratheon or with, uh, who, you know, any, like it, it just wouldn't have did it because they would have, they like, they care about their daughter. So I was like, uh, she's not in danger. Um, but it is very weird. And um, that walk showed everything, but, but no other option for him is a good one. I think the six month time span is insane. Um, he has an heir in place. So my thing is, why does he actually have to be married if he because has an heir in place? They explained that like it's it's about the realm, right? It's about like it's like it's part of the appearances. Like the king can't be unmarried. Like the king has to have a queen. The king I has to have that. a queen, and you gotta have you know. And you know, 
you gotta you gotta put on an appearance and say like he has to get remarried. So even Renera at some point was like, Yeah, I get it, you gotta get remarried. Um Yeah, I think I'm just like saying like that sucks that they're creating that level of um like with there's no he couldn't have even been in love because they did not give him any type of mourning time. Like it's like, yeah, we don't actually care who the queen was, we just care that there's a queen, and that kind of really sucks. Like, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so uh, because it's like who uh, for example, Queen Elizabeth II, nobody's like, when's she getting remarried? When is she gonna, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, look, she, her husband died. We don't expect her to just, you know, like, like. It's, oh, I mean, I think the, Brit, the Brits are a good one because whenever they get remarried, it's a scandal because they're like, you had a queen. She, if she's gone, she's gone. If you had a princess and she's gone or a prince, that's that, sir. Be a widower for life. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Obviously, it's not the same thing. But yeah, so anyway, I just think it's like brutal that he has to even make this choice. Um, but Otto tries to use that against him to like, you, ugh, Otto. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, so, let's, so that's- cool. Let's just blend these storylines because they kind of go together. So we'll blend this a little bit with the with his search for a new bride. So mm-hmm. then like, you know, after this happens, you know, Viserys, this is how you know he's kind of a weak king. Because like mm-hmm. Robert Baratheon would have just been like, all right, I'm making my decision. This mm-hmm. nigga is going around asking everybody for like a reason that he shouldn't do this. He's like, this don't feel right, but please tell me this don't feel right. And everybody's like, oh, no, no, no. It's it's what you should do. And he goes to talk to the one dude and he tells him, he sh- he's like, you want my honest opinion? He's like, yes. And he's like, he goes through the whole thing about, you know, how Valeria mm-hmm. and he's like. He checks off like, all the boxes. And he goes, the sea snake made a bold play because he knows he's got the money in the ships. And like, if you turn them down, it can really put us in a bad position. And he's like, so all those reasons I think you should do it. And so, so then, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. I was going to say that, but so he's getting all these opinions, but this is why I promise, promise you I had a moment where I said, this is why Damon should have been his hand. Because if Damon was his hand, I don't think, like all these snakes in the grass are positioned around him waiting mm-hmm. for that vulnerability. Like Otto has no reason to act against the knowledge he has because everything else he's doing is working. But I'm like, you know, he's very, like you said, he's looking for good counsel, but even when he gets a good counsel, he's kind of doing his own thing anyway, which could backfire. But but even in this exa- example, the best person would have been Lady Lena because of all the things we laid out because it's better to keep your enemies closer it's better to keep the richest man on the planet on your side it is pure targaryen blood which is what you were concerned about with the prophecy of humanity also um like again wedding betting all that stuff that is this is all pomp and circumstance right because his wife just died so at the end of the day it is a business decision he's not dating according so my my bigger problem because i know you're getting into what he does but he's contemplating and what we see is that oh my god the directors pissed me off and they do this on purpose every time he sang he sings in a couple scenes he starts off talking he's telling intimate targaryen history like teaching someone history and you're always thinking like all right all right he's getting our girl he's getting um Rhaenyra ready he's giving her all these tips and you're looking at allison and he's explaining the history of the sept or whatever the, the where they lived in the volcano in valeria to allison and he's talking about the dragons and why they're important to allison and i'm like my nigga that's not the girl you need to be sharing and passing all your knowledge to secondly he she's just there kind of by strategy and i guess she does have good intentions or whatever but he turns it into like oh i'm comfortable with her 
why are you comfortable with that? Because she was already in the past. You haven't even tried to get to know anyone else. So, so how think, would you know? I, do you yeah. think that the story, the story they're trying to tell is that like he he chose love over the realm, right? Like he showed like he mm-hmm. likes Allison and he chose to be with someone he likes as opposed to the person that's best for business, for lack of a better term. Yeah, but it's concocted either way because if I, she never would have gone, she never in her, in any part of her mind would have thought to go comfort the freaking king after his wife and child died. That's not her place. So, do, so you, that, think, do you think Allison is aware of what he, she's doing? Because at the end of the episode, when he chose her, she didn't look like he knew he was going to, she knew he was going to say that. Like, she looked surprised. I think it's both. I think that she's i think that she's not built for this but some part of her is ambitious and we'll see it later that's what i'm going to assume because her father she said his father's like are you going to go see him and she's like if you wish and she's crying knowing damn well she could say no what's he gonna do like actually what are the actual consequences he's gonna kick you out the kingdom no he's not is he gonna uh give you like oh (laughs) Zoom, give me a thumbs up. Is he gonna like? There's, I can't think of anything he's gonna do to her that's actually like a consequence. He has the job he needs already. There's nothing like there's no higher job for him. So really, you're letting him use you because you want to be used. Every time I see Otto Hightower, this is what I think. Mm, messy bitch. <laughs> longest intro every time i see auto high tower that's what i think because he's helping the shit out of his daughter and i don't think she realizes it see i just i think she's going to play into it mm-hmm. and she's going to get ambitious but i think at this point she just doing what her daddy telling her to do and she out there just spending time with the king. And the whole time out of the hotel is plotting because we'll get to right. it. We're going to finish the Corliss story, but we'll get to it. At one point when Damon does his fuck shit, the king is like, oh, get my get my uh, boat ready. I'm going to Dragonstone. And out of the hotel was like, no, I'll yeah. go. Because he's, he's like, I don't oh, want you the- to die while Renera is still the, I don't want you to die while Renera exactly. is still the heir. If exactly. I can get Allison with you and we can get a boy from Allison, then Renera won't have so much of a claim anymore and my family can then move up mm-hmm. and around, right? La- last week we gave out awards. We gave out Messi's Bitch Award. We gave out Pimps the Hole Award. I'm about to add in Snakes in the Grass Award. And Otto takes home all three this week. He is so, like, if he's so hateable and i'm just like who this who is this actor because he's been in i know he's like a famous actor and in my mind i'm like this nigga was in the original game of thrones somewhere it just feels too like he just reminds me of everything i hated in the other show he's it's like he's so good that i'm that i'm having trouble remembering that he's like really just an actor he's really just a guy but yeah he's he's plotting very hard i don't think that she's I don't think that she's 
going along with it consciously, but I, but I don't know in what world could she be completely unaware of what's happening. And the reason why I know she's aware is because of the emotional reaction we see from her. So if she's having these negative reactions and she knows something isn't right. So she might not be able to understand the breadth of his like vision. It's not like they're plotting together, but she knows she's being, you like, you know, when you're being pimped out, I actually have to believe that for whatever reason, like, you know, it's, it, there's no other like not I'm not even trying to get into like triggering content here but I'm like there's no instance where your parents say go talk to that man where you're not like ew like there's no there's yeah, no instance a, of it I feel like it's different back like well not I keep saying back then in this world it's yeah. different but so then you we get to continue on the storyline we get to mm-hmm. the end um you know and Viserys is like, I've decided who I'm going to marry. This part, this scene is so hilarious for so many reasons. One, this is the quote unquote <laughs> good king, right? Yeah, he's picking, he's picking the person that he quote unquote loves, right? But Dumbass nigga. The whole point is he's picking the person. Like it's not like I'm trying to court Chanel and I'm asking Chanel to marry me. It's like who do I want to marry? And then she's just marrying you. You married. You married. That's it. That's ain't no answer. cold feet. Ain't <laughs> no runaway bride. Like she will be there. Yeah, that's the answer. And he goes, I've decided who I'm gonna pick. And Corliss and is is like, you can do it. Like yeah, slow motion. Like, I got you. I support you. And then she says Allison. And Renera's face is like, did this nigga just say Allison? Like, you supposed to be my been, best friend. The fuck? This bitch been plotting behind my back. And so <laughs> people so say in real life your best friend like fucking your ex is bad. Can you imagine your, your best friend fa- fucking no. your father? Let me <laughs> tell you something. Let me worse. tell you let me tell you what's worse than sex with your father is hanging out with your dad. Like <laughs> hey, I can't meet up with you today cuz me and your dad are getting coffee. That is a betray so Corliss goes what nigga you think you're gonna play me I'm out so Corliss bounces he like I was so proud of him because I thought he might sit there and stomach it he was like this is an outrage like, that's not his voice <laughs> he's like this is an outrage and he leaves and then Rhaenyra's like fuck this too and she leaves and I love that because somebody has to follow behind her because she's she's royal um and Allison's like oh, oh and I'm like bitch you knew what the <laughs> fuck you was doing here you knew that you would stay why are you here why are you at the council meeting she knew something like come and Otto's like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like I- was so great man it was so great <laughs> it was so much and so the last part of the story is Corliss then because he's pissed off at the king mm-hmm. he's talking shit Wait, actually, I think we need to tie it up later. I think we need to tie it up after the other. I think we need to do it all and then come back to this after okay. we told Dan. Yeah. So, Lynn, uh, let's talk about, let's do the Renera stuff really quick. Then we'll get okay. to Damon. So, Renera, uh, like we talked about earlier, was like talking in a meeting, talking about dragons. They dismiss her. She goes, Why don't you have something better? <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't you have something better the princess can do with her time? I was like, damn, this nigga don't give a fuck. And, and my like, thing is the king, that's why Viserys gets to my nerves because he seems like he wants peace, but he don't be setting boundaries because regardless, that's actually my daughter. So right. at the end of the day, you're salary, bro. That's my daughter. Like, and he doesn't, 
and that's when King's disappointment has happened in Game of Thrones when it's like there was a woman there who make is making all the sense in the world but y'all laugh her off like I'm so tired of seeing them have to go through that but yes he sends her off and they're like um maybe they just throw some out there maybe you should go pick a knight so they need um another knight for the king's guard is that what yeah, it is the, so the the <clears throat> the person the the per the main person that was I forget what they call him in Game of Thrones is it the, the king's guard Yes, the Kingsguard, but it's like the head Kingsguard person died. Uh, so Raymer, I think his name was, a uh, Raymond, something like that. And so uh, Sir Westerling took over as like the head guy of the Kingsguard, mm -hmm. but they got to have a full, like, like a 12 full, or 5 or whatever. Yeah, they got to have a full fill the roster out. So they're like, oh, we got to get somebody else to fill in this vacancy in the Kingsguard. And so they're like, Renera, why don't you go, you know, Go do this. This is a good. This is a good experience for you. Which it is. Like it is something that she would have to do. So but they like, were being funny. But she still didn't know how to do it, which was funny because she stands up on that stool and the fucking the fucking knight is talking to her and she's just like uh huh uh huh uh huh. And Otto's yeah, like, he like looks to all his accomplishments and he just stands there like a video game player <laughs> waiting to be spawned. Yes, and Otto's like, why don't you thank her for his loyal service? And he, she's like, oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Thank you for your little service. <laughs> but here's what made me so fucking mad about Otto. How you gonna kick me out of the meeting, then come watch over my shoulder while I'm doing the thing you sent me out to do? Ain't you in that? Go back to the meeting. Well, what was the job. point of kicking me out? No, but that's what made me mad, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so then she's talking, and they're, they're, these kings are coming up, giving their accomplishments. And then Sir Kristen Cole from the first episode rolls up there, and she's like, did you fight? You fought in the war, right? She's like, yeah, I fought in the war against the Dornish people, uh, against the Dundarians. Is he Dornish or what's he saying? He's from that the part Dorn of the country, but I don't think he's actually. Do I don't think he's actually Dornish. I think he's from that part of the country. Yeah, I was confused if he was saying that Dorn got invaded and they fought off, or if he's Dornish but he fought, fought for the white people. I thought he fought the Dornish people. Because he mentioned the Dondario dude who we saw in Game of Thrones, like a descendant of him. And then he was like, then she was like, all these other people ain't do shit. Like, he the only one that fought in a real war. Don't you think that someone protecting the king should actually have combat experience? Mm -hmm. and I was like, look at what now talking shit. And then she's and right. Otto was like, these other houses are very important. They're strategic partners. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they ain't done shit but like fuck up some common thieves. I need somebody that's going to protect my daddy. <laughs> and again, this is why he's full of shit because all of a sudden you understand keeping the great houses happy, then you would understand that he needs to marry Lady Lar Lady La Larsa, whatever her name is, Lisa, Lisa. But let's be honest, she picked him because she likes that nigga. The way she be looking at him. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying him. Otto, like Otto, Otto is showing his ass because how you how you think about that instead of actual functionality, there's no reason why house of high tower would be queen like there's no it's just not it, it, mm -hmm. it just doesn't seem like it um but yeah so she makes a choice she makes i mean she makes a good choice but yeah it's convenient we keep the cute one around um all the other niggas was weak anyway so then she's like all right bye bitch like i figured it out haha -ha. and so um she moves along to like there's a scene where i'm skipping around but there's a scene where she goes to the sept and like yep. allison this and this is why allison is a dirty bitch allison like leads her in prayer and is talking to her, like you know our mothers are both dead let's pray to them and like they're getting closer and as they i mean what you gotta remember too about why um Rhaenyra was so upset is because this is her only friend she don't get to go hang out it's kind of like how 
Sansa and Arya and them can go into the town and they and her, their husband their dad wasn't even king so it's like imagine how little she gets to explore like that's her best friend Allison is so she hasn't even prayed before and that's when I was thinking about how the Targaryens are supposed to be gods so it's like why would they know how to pray <laughs> so anyway they they have that scene and Allison's just giving advice like everything's cool and then after that we get this great scene which I actually have a clip with okay. Rainus, the queen who never was, and Rhaenyra, after they were looking, they were looking down from like a tower at Viserys walking around with Lena, uh, and so then Rainus runs up on her, and they get this scene. It bothers you, does it not? My father is a king. It is his duty to take a new wife and strengthen his line. I did not ask for a lesson in politics. I asked whether this bothers you. Lena is your daughter, Princess. Does it bother you? Of course it does. But I understand the order of things. I'm not sure you do. If you mean to elicit some anger from me, you should know that you're failing, Princess. Quite the opposite. Whether it's to my daughter or to someone else's, your father will remarry sooner than late. His new wife will produce new heirs, and chances are better than not that one of those will be male. And when that boy comes of age and your father has passed, the men of the realm will expect him to be heir, not you. Because that is the When I'm queen, I will create a new order. <laughs> oh, I wish that could be, Rhaenyra. But the men of the realm already had their opportunity to appoint a ruling queen at the Great Council, and they denied it. They denied you, Princess Rhaenys. The queen who never was. Mm. But they shit. bent the knee to me and called me heir to the throne. Do you remind your father's men of that as you carry their cups? <laughs> Here is the hard truth, which no one else has the heart to tell you. Men would sooner put the realm to the torch than see a woman ascend the Iron Throne. And your father is no fool. That shit is so real. That shit is so fucking real. Rainus is, you can tell Rainus is a little salty about what happened to her. Oh, as she should. Yeah. She's still salty about this, like 10, 15 years later. I think I think Viserys has been king like eight years or nine years, something like that. It's like eight, nine years later. She's still salty. But a dog, like she's not wrong. Like every, when mm -hmm. I heard that, I immediately thought to Hillary Clinton. I was like, this mm -hmm. people would elect Donald Trump. Of all people, highly qualified just to have a, just not to have a woman in charge. Despite all her flaws, she was still much better than that dude. And it was mm -hmm. just like anyone but a woman, anyone but mm -hmm. a woman, anyone mm -hmm. but a woman. And Brandis is like, you think you're gonna do this, and I want you know, I hope you're right. But these niggas will burn down the world before letting you be in charge. And then mm -hmm. we actually kind of see that in Game of Thrones 200 years later. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. what do you think of that scene, Chanel? I mean, I think it was a good, definitely a good one to pull out. Um, one, well, a couple, I mean, you covered it, but one thing I really loved was um, 
she's still helping her out even though she's very bitter and like coming from that perspective but um also and also like maybe she's wrong but she's probably right and the cup bearer part was like that was a sting and then when Ramirez was like I'm the heir to the I was like oh Daenerys oh my god ill like it was just, it was feeling very how Daenerys was like I am the queen and it's like girl like they're not following you you're not the queen you know but um I think that it's like well why are you pop- like why are you trying to rub it in on her she didn't do anything against you and and she very gracefully didn't like blow the world up trying to you know she could have did what got buck if she went to and killed your daddy if she really wanted to she but she didn't do that because she was like oh, I'm just patriarchy patriarchy so um I didn't I didn't love Rhaenyra's um Rhaenyra's like way of trying to get back at her and hurt her because it just didn't it seemed like like that's your history you know so how could you really do that and then um it's like Kamala being rude to Hillary that's exactly what it kind of is and then um yeah it was just like a, a gut check for her to be to be clear like and she she put her on game she said there whoever he marries is going to have your who's going to have your competition so you're going to feel how Damon felt and I think that she probably would have felt more protective and perhaps even like stepped aside for a child of her cousin and her dad. But now it's about to be a, a spite baby where her best friend who lied to her, <laughs> you know what I mean? And her dad who also lied to her, like, cause the, during the six months when they weren't really talking, like we, we have a couple scenes where his, her dad finally is like, I'm so sorry. I never really talked to you about the death of your mom, which is insane. Cause they sit and eat dinner together and just, it. well, I guess that's, we see that in TV these days, but point being that he doesn't talk to her about his feelings, but he's talking to this girl. My about best his, friend. Nigga, you're simping. You're simping, and you're not telling me those things too. So it's like that's where the betrayal really. But Sarah even tells Allison, "Why don't you? You need to keep our talks on the down low." <laughs> basically, like keep that shit to ourselves. Don't let that shit out this room. Mm-hmm. Basically, so yeah, you basically covered the other Renera scenes where she was meeting with her dad, and then the last scene they actually kind of broke through and talked about it mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "Listen, I get it. You got to remarry. I support that." And he was like, listen, the person I remarry is not replacing your mother. No more than if we have a child, do I intend to make them your heir? Which I believe him. I don't believe he's going to want to make them their heir. The problem is the rest of the realm is going to want that shit. And that's where the problem is going to come. Yeah, I actually don't even believe him because I think that if you married somebody out of power, out of strategy and not love then i would believe you because you're not even setting up a situation where like if him and lady lana in 20 years were because he's not gonna make it but if they were to get if he was older and they were gonna they made it together and they fell in love because it was an arranged marriage and she was old enough and it wasn't weird cool i get it you gave me some time to process you pick the girl you like right now which means y'all will make babies which means you will have love for that baby and it won't be a baby you had out of work and then you want the best for that baby because god forbid she's gonna give you a boy which she is we said from previews so it's like he actually is doing worse by her by picking her in all fronts because the best strategic thing that everybody could have stomached and dealt with and figured out in a way that wouldn't harm that would harm the least people was Lena, the most chaotic and now like selfish actually choice he could have made and all that is the girl who, to be honest with you, he don't even know that well because she don't know herself well because she's fifteen. Anyway, exactly. So that's the Renera storyline. Now let's get to Damon to close out this recap. 
because Damon Matt Smith is the most interesting character on this show. The first two episodes to me, Evil Legolas, like he is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely had to play this clip because basically, well, before the clip, uh, we find out that uh, they had one of the dragon keepers come in, and he's fucking angry, shaking, and he's shaking. He's like, "Someone stole a dragon egg," because he think they're gonna chop his head off for fucking up. Uh, and they're like, "What happened?" And I hadn't thought about before. Like, that's a weapon, bro. That's like somebody coming in stealing the nukes. A nuke, yes, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what that is. And then he he tells them it was Damon. They're like, "Oh, he he just fucking with you, Viserys. Like, he just <laughs> fucking with you, like, cause he don't respect you." And then Renera asks, like, which egg did he take? And then he finds Wait, out cause that because he, he left a letter. He he attached. <laughs> he oh yeah, he left a letter left behind a wedding invitation. <laughs> he definitely left behind a wedding invitation. He definitely was like, all right, listen, I, I got my um, I got my registry on here. My wedding gonna take place <laughs> at this date. My wife's already prego, so I, I just hold it to a housewife. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Because that was the other part. There's like, who is this Masaria woman? And Otto's like, somebody hey, was whore. trying to say something. He's like, that's his whore. And I was like, God damn, man, this is mad because Otto act like he don't be in the clubs. Like, that's come on, Otto, whore. how you know you you with him? You be with him. And he's like, we having a baby, and you know it's Targaryen tradition. First of all, it's Targaryen tradition to have two wives. So I want me a second wife. Old school, yeah. And then it's like, when I got this baby coming, and you know, you know, y'all babies have dragons in y'all crib. So I want my baby to have a dragon in the crib. What the fuck wrong with that? So you can come down here to Dragonstone and attend my wedding like a good brother, and I see y'all then. And then and then Renair asks, what, what egg did he steal? And he found out he stole the egg that was supposed to be with Balon, like the boy that died. Mm-hmm. Um, Viserys' That was died. actually was the one that was with him. Like it had been. Yeah. And that sent Viserys off the edge. He was like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to Dragonstone. And then Otto which was. Which is like, what Damon wanted. Yeah, which is what he wanted. And then Otto was like, no, no, your grace, let me go. Uh, you know, we Damon's unpredictable. We don't know what the fuck he's going to do. Let me go handle this. I'll take, you know, 10 of the King's Guard with me. And, you know, we'll go, we'll go handle this shit for you. And so then we get this fantastic scene. Which... But before we even get there, I don't think Damon, I genuinely don't think Damon wants to kill. No, he doesn't. Brother. We learned that at the end of the episode. So, yeah, but even like, I, I just already was feeling that vibe because he's had, wait, first of all, that nigga used to just be in places of the palace he should not have had access to. So if he wanted to sneak in and take his brother, he would have did it. He would have, instead of going to Dragonstone, he would have came up in there with them go because, you know what I mean? Like, he would have did it if he really wanted to do it. So I think that like all this, oh, you don't know what he's going to do. It's like, and he can be being like, oh, that's my brother. But he's not, oh, that's my, he's still doubtful. You can tell because he defends his brother up until a certain point. So all that to say that um, I think that he actually should have gone. I think that, I think they should have gone because it's like, I don't believe he's going to slaughter his whole family, but. He probably got more pissed seeing Otto because you know, they exactly. don't like each other. So, so, so just to be clear, Viserys was going to go. He was, he probably was taking serious, like he probably would have outside of the dragon thing, like wanted to talk to his brother about getting married. Like he was upset with him for whatever breaking rules, but he probably in all, in, in the best of times would be excited to support and, and be there for his brother. But Otto goes instead and brings a small army. Yes. And this, first of all, they made Dragonstone look amazing. The CG yeah, looked really good. Looked really good. But this is the scene of the episode for me. I love this because Otto was talking 
big shit. Just big shit right to this nigga's face and to his girl's face. Hilarious. And I was just like, they should not have sent this nigga. Like he's got like he's this is the type of nigga who starts world war for him for himself because he had a plan the whole time to get rich off of it. Like he's not he's ugh. So let's listen to this. Welcome to Dragonstone, Otto. Your occupation of this island is at an end. You're to relinquish the dragon's egg, disband your army, banish your whore, <laughs> and leave Dragonstone by order of His Grace King Viserys. Where is the king? I don't see him. His Grace would never lower himself to entertain such a mummer's farce. What the Dog. fuck is mummer's farce? I have to look. I'm gonna stop it in a couple. Doug, if he's... you if you were looking at it at this point, they look at one of the knights, and he's like, "Nigga, that's not what these." Are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was some Westerling. He was like, "God damn." Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck?" Out here freestyling. <laughs> a mummer's farce <laughs> is something that is turned into a big joke that nobody takes seriously. That's what a mummer's wow. farce is. Never heard. Of nobody this said that, and that, but but I'm telling you, like. That those little comments are going to fuel a big misunderstanding between oh, a, these two brothers. A mummer is an actor or entertainer in Westeros in the free cities. Unbelievable mm-hmm. or manufactured event can be referred to as a mummer's farce. So this is mm-hmm. in the Westeros uh, wiki of ice and fire. Okay, let's keep So going. he was so literally he's saying that's cap. Y'all not getting married. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sir Crispin, wasn't it? Sir Crispin Cole, my prince. Ah, yes, apologies. <laughs> I can't recall. Perhaps my prince recalls when I knocked him off his horse. <laughs> Very good. This is a truly pathetic show, Damon. <laughs> Are you so desperate for the king's attention that you've resorted to skulking about like a common cut purse? I'm simply keeping. What are these words, man? <laughs> skulking. Okay, I, here's what's crazy. I understood it. He says skulking about like a common cut purse, like you walk, you sneak around like a thief in the night. What is a cut? Verify, purse? verify, like a thief in the night. Verify it. A cut purse. That's what he called them. A cut purse. A cut purse is a pickpocket. So you're skulking around <laughs> like a common pickpocket, like a, a thief. thief. I, Brandon, how'd you know okay. that? I'm okay. I'm starting to think that I'm very good at language because, and, and this is one of the reasons I want reasons I want to encourage people to listen to this podcast. We will translate this shit for you to really understand it. And you know, I want to take a quick second because I thought about this earlier. I thought about all the languages I understand. I understand Spanish. I understand white people English. I understand AAVE, and I even understand Atlanta. And Atlanta is a specific dialect. That's very hard to understand. Sometimes I understand deep Atlanta, so I just think I just I just have it. I think I got a Rosetta up here. I think you did. You, speaking <laughs> of that, did you know on Babel you can take uh, High Valerian and learn what Damon and uh, Renera be speaking to each other? Is there, is Swahili on there? Okay. Probably. What about what about Yoruba? 
Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just okay, like, but that is African languages in there, but just made up what the white man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. I see. Oh, one time I have in my old place, I had um, oh my god, so corny, but I had wrote like welcome in Wakandan on one of the walls. So these I love the translators of made up languages. So now I was hanging with the black Israelites when she was in grad school, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> she was out there. On the corner, like, come on, brothers, she listen was out to this. There. Take five minutes and hear the truth. She had a karaoke speaker on the corner, <laughs> letting people know <laughs> and a cloak. what was going on. <laughs> All right, let's let's finish this scene. This is a truly pathetic show, Damon. Are you so desperate for the king's attention that you've resorted to skulking about like a common cut purse? I'm simply keeping with the traditions of my house, the same as my brother did for his heir. Those traditions are for the true-born children of royalty, not for bastards fathered on a common whore. Pause. Because, oh, you want to talk about drama? Is Damon a half-brother? No, Damon's not a half-brother, but he's saying... Masseri is not a real wife. She's your whore. Oh, I so, thought he was like, nigga, you adopted anyway. I thought no. it was getting that deep. So yeah, he yeah, said, if he you said... have a, he's like, she, Damon's like, I want this egg because I want my baby, you know, my Targaryen baby to have and an he's egg. like, fuck that baby. And Otto's <laughs> like, this ain't no Targaryen baby. This is your whore's bastard. That's a mudblood. <laughs> That's like Robert Baratheon's 75 bastards running around King's Landing. <laughs> That was so, he was so fucking, dis- they showed Masaria's face. Oh, it's so great. This scene is so great. Brother did for oh, Masaria's like, wait, what? Y'all here for what? Who said we in what? Oh, yeah. I mean, we find out later that she wasn't a privy to none of this shit that Damon They're was pulling They're not married. Either. She not pregnant. She barely even speak. She barely even figure out what accent she got going on in this <laughs> scene. So I don't know. She's confused. Those traditions are for the true born children of royalty, not for bastards fathered on a common whore. Lady Messaria is to be my wife. This is an abomination. With every Jesus. breath you saw your name, your house, and your brother's reign. Our love does not know titles and traditions. <laughs> and what of you, men of the City Watch? Aiding the prince in his treason? The king made me their commander. They are loyal to me. You've come for the egg. Here it is. Are you mad? You've never survived this. Well, happily, neither would you. To choose violence here is to declare war against your king. Wonderful. Even if it ends in the death of your unborn child and its mother. Unborn child and mother. Masseria looking around like, who? Yeah, this is where the... This is where the dragon rolls up. Uh, Damon's dragon, who's big as hell, rolls up to like basically be like, oh, y- y'all not about to do shit. <laughs> Who wants smoke with us? <laughs> Otto is so great right here. It's like, bro, you didn't calculate that in on the way here? Sheave the fucking steel. (laughs) Sheave the fucking steel. I don't see that fucking dragon is like, uh, change of plans. (laughs) It's so annoying. Then in the foot, in the out there, you in the clouds, you see it moving. 
comes flying in on her dragon, looking like Daenerys. Cyrix. Yeah, Cyrix. for sure. Cyrix, yeah, like Mortal Cyrix. Kombat. And she she drops down and walks in like a badass black. She basically, I'm like, oh, this is basically like in modern day, it's a chick coming in in a motorcycle. <laughs> like it's like she's came in cool with it. Yes. See, and then uh, we'll get to it in a second. I just got it on mute because this shit, they don't really say nothing. It's just dragon noises. Um, by the way, we found out the dragons sing here and they're making yeah, they like noises a, coming in, which is kind of dope. I don't even think, I mean, it, it's up to you, but I don't even think the dialogue is that important from here. I feel like what's really, what's the real takeaway from the scene is Otto running his mouth. Like, it just for the enjoyment of the drama point of view. Um, and I got to tell you, like, I starting to feel some okay feelings about Damon. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm well, starting yeah. to think well, Damon's kind of a complicated character because you yeah. say it's not important. This part is very important because Renera says, "I'm Princess oh, yeah, that here. Part. Like you're not actually you're not actually in charge here." And then he's like, uh, "You know, you're not old enough." And she's like, "Look, we know what this shit is about. Mm-hmm. You mad that I got named heir? You salty." Mm-hmm. You stole the egg out of defiance like a little baby. So why don't you just kill me right now? You want to be in charge again? You want to be yeah. next in line? Kill me right now and take your spot. Yeah, if and, it's that, if it's that, if we're that's where we're at, let's just do it. And she goes, uh, here we go. I think I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm right here, Uncle. The object of your ire. The reason that you were disinherited. If you wish to be restored as heir, you'll need to kill me. So do it. And be done with all this bother. Damon don't do it. He backs down. He gives her the dragon egg. Yeah, he because don't. I mean, that'd be one, wild. He loves her. Like, he loves his family. And we find out. I mean, we can tell that he's like mm-hmm. a problem child, but he does love his family. Mm-hmm. But more than that, I think he respects Renera in a way that he doesn't respect Viserys because he thinks Viserys is weak. And he doesn't think he would ever do this shit. And mm-hmm. Renera basically flew up on a fucking dragon and was like, do something then. Mm-hmm. And he respects that shit. Yeah, he also, when she said Dragonstone is mine, he said, you're not 18 yet. Like, that even let me know. He's like, look, girl, like, I, okay, relax. Like, I'm just playing. When it, you know, like, if when it's serious, I'm going to get serious. I really get that vibe from him. Like, if this was really your house, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But, like, he's like, why? But he's, and I, I hate to say but I'm like, he's not, like, I don't see anywhere where he's been wrong yet because, Ultimately, why shouldn't he be at Dragonstone? The king's not at Dragonstone. That's the, he's the only family member. Why well, should he so squat somewhere? The way it works is uh, the heir is the, the head of Dragonstone. So right. Like whoever's the point, heir. So Rhaenyra te- is the princess of Dragonstone. I understand. But I'm saying like, but what he's saying is, okay, that's the rule. However, you're, you got two, three years. Why would this go empty? And I need somewhere to live. Why can't I live here? And he's like, you know, I deserve like I'm still in the family, and I feel like as a second, you know, as a little member of Little Sisters Club, that's the same shit I would do. I'd be like, okay, y'all do that. What am I supposed to live in, in, in a hut in the 
you know, in Westeros, why y'all do all this? Well, no, he got a wife. Life. Remember that? He got a wife. Oh, yeah. He's, he's supposed to be living at the Vale. I forgot. He got a wife and he's just like, <laughs> I, I don't like that bitch. Fuck her. Like, she ugly. Y'all gave me an ugly wife. Why? Um, no, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, he, I like rule breakers who have a, who are breaking rules because they're, because, and ultimately the rules they break will be more progressive down the line. Like, so I feel like some of the things he's doing, I, I, I understand, or I feel like, and then also kind of the creators hinted that he's not going to be the villain that um he you might have thought he was going to be. Like he's not a Joffrey, despite no, his facial structure. Joffrey. Yeah, exactly. But he, but like you know, when they came in, he was they had him shrouded in darkness. But he um, so he goes through that. He gives her back. The, he ultimately gives her back the dragon egg. She's feeling like okay, aces. We got to figure it out. Um, then we have real quick. We have that scene with Mister. That's the same. I did want to play that because I wanted to I'll hear what you. I wanted to hear what sure. you thought about this. You announced that we were to be wet on the morrow, and that I was with child, your child. Perhaps when we are wed, we can make that true. I ensured long ago that I would never be threatened by childbirth. Good. Children can be such irritating creatures. What did you think she meant by that? Do you think she's like sterilized, like Black Widow? First of all, where is she from? <laughs> oh, the accent? It is <laughs> upset. I couldn't it's focus on accent. nothing else. It's very I, bad. I was it's like, like Holly Berry and X-Men. I'm like, it's like, it's like Miss Cleo. That's what it's giving. But yeah, I think I think she's, you know, it's something to me like, you know, a, a, a Westeros abortion, like where she's like, I put something up there and it, it ain't gonna happen. I pulled it out, you know, with tweezers. So I, I, I definitely believe that she can't have but kids. She didn't say that like I was pregnant before and I ended that. She said, I made sure that I could no longer be threatened. I said abortion. Children. I meant I meant sterilization. I oh, feel yeah, like she like she like can't. I feel like she's made it so that she can't have kids. And I'm sure, I'm sure that all of the sex workers back then had to do that because they would get pregnant every day. Right. Yeah. It's not like that. Fucking condos are perfect. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> look, I don't know what, but I can't. I can't make a living if I'm having a baby with everybody. But yeah. So I think she's just, you know, her whole thing about that scene is, hey, don't put me in the middle of your shit because. They're going to come after me and I literally don't know what's going on. And yeah. I came with you because you promised me that we would like kind of live on a run. She's like, I don't got a house. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just want to be out of fear. And you mm -hmm. marrying me and making me want to part of your game. They'll come after me. Mm -hmm. I'm just some whore to them. They'll come fuck with me. And I don't mm -hmm. want that shit. So, like, mm -hmm. I'd rather be on my own if I got to deal with this shit. At least nobody bothers me. But I'm back yeah. in Westeros. I mean, back in King's Landing. And she's not wrong. He's using her as a pawn in that way to be like, hey, this is my wife. Like, come respect her. And she's like, we haven't even had this conversation. So what is this about? I think that it shows that he doesn't respect her because he doesn't even tell her like, hey, we're not going to get married for real, but I'm about to send this to my brother. And she's like, okay, cool. Got it. You, you know, he's she's surprised by everything else, which lets her know she's not really his equal. Mm-hmm. And then the last time we see Damon is at the end of the mm -hmm. episode talking to Lord Corliss, who's basically making a pitch to him like, hey, dog, the king is tripping right now. Yeah, like, he remember, some bullshit. How, remember how we said the director has been doing this thing where um, you think you you guessing who they're talking to and you're hoping it's Rhaenyra every time mm -hmm. and it's not. 
This time it's Corliss giving this whole speech about being a second son and having to fight his way up and becoming a self-made billionaire. And um, he's like, you know, don't you get it? And I, because I'm thinking he's like, so here's the other thing. They placed this scene right after the announcement of the, of the um, Allison. So I'm thinking him and Rhaenyra are like sitting up commiserate, like, you know, drinking, knocking mm-hmm. one back, complaining together. But he's talking to Damon. Yeah, he's basically like, listen, this ship shit is going to fuck with me. And if it fucks with me, it's going to fuck with all of us. And the king ain't about to do no bullshit because he's in love with Hightower's daughter. So fuck that He literally just sits and listens to him talk, and that was enough. But keep on. So he's like, listen, we should bring our houses together with us two, the second sons, who know this disrespect shit, and we can go stomp out this crab feeder. And he starts talking shit about the king, and Damon was like, hey, dog, I'll say whatever the fuck I want to about my brother, but that dude's still your king. Shut the fuck up. He's basically like, I could talk about him, but you can't. (laughs) But I don't love that because I'm like, uh, that nigga played me. I'm about to talk. I'm about to say what I want to say, basically. But anyway. And so then he was like, all right, then, you know, tell me what tell me what needs to happen. And then the show basically Mm -hmm. cuts off. Yeah. And um, I think like Corliss, that monologue was wonderful. Because it's just giving perspective on Corliss. And Corliss is such an interesting character. He might be the most interesting character. And I might probably definitely want a spinoff about Black black successful people in Westeros. But that's another <laughs> that's another talk. Like, I want that reality show. But um, I just think that, um, oh, my God. Wh- what do you think about reality shows? What do you think about period pieces written as reality shows like literally imagine a western reality show but that's all this is though no but i'm talking about like with the confessionals and with like the challenges (laughs) you should do a skit with that you should do a game of thrones housewives i got you no i think so you have like daenerys talking to the camera about this bullshit that's going on with her brother and signs is talking early signs is talking about about to marry joffrey and this was Arya's like, yo, my dumbass sister about to marry this dude. That would be fucking Yeah, I hilarious, see it. Actually. I love that. That's a great um, idea. Okay, yeah, edit that out. No, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I love this scene. I think it's a great set. Like they said uh, at the end of the episode, it's setting up. So I'm assuming that we're going into, um, I, I see Damon, honestly, I see Damon's fatal flaw being that he's still loyal. I see him working with Corliss, but still trying to have Viserys' back and Viserys paying him dust. I just see that coming. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's not that predictable. I want Corliss to win out of everybody else. Like, I just want him. I want, ultimately, no matter what happens with the succession, for him to be like, you know what? I'm even richer. My wife is happy. We good. You know, I'm winning. Don't need to talk about what's what's being said about me in the press. And then um Rhaenyra like she's gonna have to there's a there's a preview are you gonna play the preview I wasn't this time okay that, I thought it had some spoilers it does but there's this part where like basically we are pretty sure the marriage is gonna go through because Allison says something like it doesn't have to change between us and I literally wanted to like box her out what do you mean it's not gonna, you're my stepmother now bro like how is we're not buddies no more so like i'm not laying on your lap reading books it's a wrap so i'm like really anxious about that and i'm telling you i didn't say this before but when i first saw allison and the king hanging together i wanted to turn the show off because i was like i I don't want to watch this i don't want to watch her 
like get manipulated but somehow still seduce the king and her like come to royalty as if she's this like sweet girl who just fell in love with the king like it, it just all felt bullshit to me and the last thing is that while Otto is doing all this maneuvering he's actually putting the king in danger because they should have been dealing with this crab feeder yes they should be like and then i mean i think what's more evident is auto charged up on dragonstone like he don't know that damien got a dragon what was the plan well he thought i mean that's hubris he just thought this i mean this nigga i hate him i'm about to go get this fucking dragon because he's like he's just a problem child he's seeking attention he's just gonna get that shit back which he ultimately did but auto wasn't getting but not yeah it wouldn't and Otto wasn't Otto getting that shit back because he that. came out spitting hot fire at him as soon as he rolled up on him. Deadass, Otto didn't even say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, Thank you for having us. Show. Like, yeah, he wasn't even like, so sorry we intruded. Can, we, can I come in? Like a cut purse. That is hilarious. Mm, a common cut purse. Yeah, cut so purse. I'm not feeling Otto at all. So, um, But yeah, okay, wait, I want to do our um our award. So yes. do you have Anything else you want to say though? No, let's do that. Okay, so do you who do you think the messiest bitch was? Honestly, the messiest bitch this episode was Corliss. Because Corliss was talking cash (laughs) shit. He was talking cash shit. Then he tried to pimp his 12-year-old to the king. He did. And then he got pissed when he got turned down and went to the king's brother to try to go behind his back. Yeah, actually, yeah. No, deadass, that's actually a very... I, I, I was so mad at Otto that I missed that. I agree. Um, okay, what was your uh, world star moment from this week? Oh, we played it. It was Otto just talking shit in front of everybody. <laughs> just like calling that woman a whore with such disdain. It wasn't even like he was like... Sometimes they use the term whore in Game of Thrones. It's just like like that was the word of the day. Like, you know... Like, at the time, like, that was just the mm-hmm. proper word that you just called mm-hmm. them a whore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I, I don't use this word anymore, but, like, how, like, 50 years ago, like, retarded meant, mm-hmm. like, re, like, retarded. Like, but today it's a slur. Mainly, yeah. But today it's a slur, right? So, like, I, you know, in Game of Thrones, sometimes I use the word whore as just, like, oh, you know, sex worker whore. Like, that's just the word. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say it like that. <laughs> he said it with just the most disdain you could put on a person. Like you are, with and this, and that's why I don't fuck with Otto because I know we're gonna find out he be in that brothel. I know there's no way he's like that, and he doesn't have a girlfriend in the brothel. There's no way. Absolutely not. So yeah, that was my world star moment. He was out and there then, in front of everybody. And then who was the most significant pimp and hoe combo this week? Oh, definitely Otto and Allison. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Allison yeah, is they, now queen. They won. <laughs> So not only and is she didn't Otto, even have to give it up, she didn't even have to bet him. Not yet. Yeah, you're right soon though. You know, the 12 year old was too young, but that's 16, 17 year old. No, I'm ready to bet her, is what Viserys is saying. He got a thing for oh, redheads. Absolutely. Um, okay, I think that was uh I'm that's gonna have it. to come up with more segments next week. Yeah. Um, okay, bet. And then tell the people where they can find you. Is that it? There's something else we wanted to do? That's the show. We covered everything. We're not going to do the preview this episode because... Yeah, I don't know why I feel like I'm missing something, but yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, because why? Because Because I feel like it was some spoilers. I agree. Um, Okay, well, you know, 
what like we said we have everything being set up for next week we're gonna see where we go from here um we might we probably will start having some time jumps because um they show things to come that can't happen you know in a month so uh we're gonna see what what that's talking about um we'd love to hear your feedback on like who you think is being the messiest who you if you enjoy anyone being messy like I know certain things bother me for some reason other things didn't so I love to hear we would love to hear that feedback from you um and again you can find us at uh we was dragons pod at gmail.com you can tweet at either one of us at chanel like the perfume creating or at that cool black nerd blk and you can find me at my handle or on my website and uh if you look at any of my links you can follow my youtube or subscribe like and all that stuff so that you can be there when i start um launching content from my sketch show brandon what about you uh i ain't got nothing just follow me on twitter you'll see whatever the hell i'm talking about but yes, yeah please. thank you all for listening to the first episode hopefully you came back mm-hmm. for us for the second one uh if you like it share it tell your friends uh leave us a review and mm-hmm. uh we'll talk to y'all next week at episode three what did i say peace out your, your grace. corny shit go ahead peace it. out your grace <laughs> <laughs> we out of here peace